1: Oi,
3: the boys on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language, and sometimes tales are quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around, and thank you for listening.
0: This is Jeff Cole, announcer for Footy Prime the podcast. Due to an ongoing labour dispute, tonight's opening has been cancelled. Thank you for your patience. Then let's get this party started.
1: <laughs> That's amazing, topical, newsworthy, and tropical. Because JC said it. Yeah, mm. fantastic. He, he's he's, to al- he's to asking podcast. for a
4: raise. He wants like two bag of chips, large. Yeah, bring Is that net, is that he, net or
1: gross? The gross. chips? <laughs> Are it <laughs> European or? Does uh, mm. he want to paid in euros, Yeah, he <laughs> want those he, chips. He I weren't. want to. I want to give him all the chips he deserves. I do. Yep, but yeah, but yeah, you big can't. Difference. Can you? You can't. You can. There's
4: only so many chips that go around. You give him all the Pringles, and there's no Pringles to give out to somebody else. Boom. <laughs>
1: <laughs> JC, we'll we'll meet again, but you need to get representation, pal, because you, you can't be doing this alone, mate. JC, you can't yeah. be going face to face with with Pringled purveyors like Dan Wong here because he'll mm-hmm. break it every time all right? <laughs> break the union' <sighs> gotta break the union. <laughs> <laughs> well we thought today we'd, we'd do a, a show not about the whole you know nonsense of this past week or so because it looks as if it's slowly and I mean slowly finding its feet. They're going to play the game on Thursday. They now have lawyers talking to lawyers. Which means legal bills, but also will mean adventures some progress. So we, we thought we'd put it out to you, the the listener, um, to ask everything you wanted to know about Canadian soccer and playing for Canada, from Craig and Jimmy. But we're afraid to ask. And uh, I mean, I've got a few here. I know we B is not to here today. Well, what's that? We were
4: afraid
3: to ask as well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm actually really nervous about these questions.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Well, B's not here today, but he, he did leave some for us. So, Wonga, you take control of the uh, of Twitter, and yep. you ask from there, and I'll throw some of mine in there. And we'll have a little, uh, discussion, shall we? Yeah,
0: absolutely. So I'm going to start off with our friend of the podcast, Carrie Ryan. And she has a really fun one that you guys, I'm sure, can uh, lean into. So was there anything that happened in your matches, good or bad, that absolutely shocked you? Um, can
3: you repeat the question, please? Was there... <laughs> <laughs> you think
0: was, <laughs> <laughs> was there anything that happened in
1: your matches, good or bad, that absolutely shocked you? Let's do Jeopardy, and I'll just give the answer first, then they can answer it in the question. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Craig, bags. urine bags. Urine bags. Urine bags, yeah, that was a bit of a surprise. Yeah? Yeah, I didn't expect the urine bags. The first time you, you, you experienced the urine bags, where was that? And had you not been warned? No, I hadn't been warned. It was
4: in um, um, El Salvador,
1: yeah.
4: San Salvador. And uh, yeah, it was raining down, like raining down. Also had a two by four, big chunk of two by four landed pretty close to me too, which was was a little bit odd. Did any urine bags actually hit you? Uh no, they no, they didn't. They hit the, the net though, and when they hit the net, it would explode. Oh, yeah. And Frankie so, yell gave away a dodgy penalty, really dodgy. And I wasn't worried about that so much as the fact that I was like, Frank, I gotta stand on the goal line here, like and I'm just taking a beating. They're still doing it. I saw when they played Mexico that uh there was a penalty, and uh
0: so did it, it wait a second, out. did you like the urine bags or dislike the urine bags? <laughs> I traded my shirt after the game, though. Oh, good for you. Yeah, I was so like, just oh, gave it, it to Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy, yeah. you wanted to be a goalkeeper. Yeah. And then they so got you,
4: stolen on the way to the airport anyway. We got our gear all rifled through and Wait, stolen. but, you, but
1: you, you traded your shirt to a El Salvadorian? Or, yeah. Yeah? We, the player.
4: Yeah. Okay, right, right.
1: Yeah. Now it, it, got see, right. it got stolen on the way to the airport. Oh, okay, gotcha. So, But to yeah. this day, you could be blood tested and get your DNA tested, and there's some El Salvadorian DNA in you as we speak right now. <laughs>
3: yeah no it's 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 actually disgusting man when they do that it really no, really is. i thought it
1: was great i didn't be disgusting at all
3: no it's because like you know it comes flying over and thinking, <laughs> man, you, you need a little bit more water in your diet a bit, a bit dehydrated here somebody had a, somebody had somebody exper- had asparagus the night before
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
4: i think that was frankie though <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> but as a wide player jimmy playing on the left hand side i mean would yeah. you be in easier range than than Craig i'm was? in firing lane buddy
3: mm. yeah right in there ready for it to come and no yeah, it's it, it it was horrible i think the other thing too was Stacks, remember when they used to have the guard dogs all around the pitch? Mm. Yeah, and the, the cops would be standing there with these big German shepherds and yeah, you go grab the ball for a throw and the dogs are going mental and <laughs> piss yeah. is coming over the fence and, oh, disgusting. Yeah.
4: Military everywhere. Um, yeah. Azteca is such a neat place because you got the, the massive moat that goes around the entire thing and then on the other side of that if they manage to get through the moat you got to get up over a ball bar fence if you get over them then you got guys with machine guns and dogs so you feel pretty safe there. actually you do yeah you're wow. out of range it's so vast and big and even though their fans are fairly close some of them it's 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 deceiving it's just a yeah
3: fantastic theater and if they get over that barbed wire you better run, well, run because well, you know this guy's good
1: <laughs> yeah, and he's intense, right? He really And wants he's to get
3: coming you. to get you. <laughs> and there's yeah. nothing stopping that guy.
4: Yeah, and sometimes you wonder about the police, whether they're going to join in. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> it's funny, though. I mean, FIFA often will campaign no flares, no smoke bombs. They don't allow these things, no political imagery in the stands. You never hear them saying no bags of urine, do you? I never heard that once. I've only heard it through anecdotal evidence from you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, they should do. I mean, it's brilliant, right? Because it's the perfect weapon because you can smuggle it in literally inside your body just get the bags in or the balloons Mm -hmm. in no it's like a little glad bag is that what it is like a zip a zip lock money no well they sell the drinks
4: and then you stick a little straw in it right oh okay so you buy the drink in the bag in the stadium yeah so they can't and then it's got a little twist top on it so they you can't you know like in in north america even though they'll give you a a bottle of coke or something like that and they'll take the twist they'll take the bottle off the top of it they won't you know what i mean yeah. Cases used as a missile, they can't do that. I mean, that's they'll just plug that up. So they got to give them like
1: bags with just stick a straw in it. That's is genius, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. That's it the is. First guy. Think about the first guy to come up with, hey guys, I've got a great idea. Let's buy bags, drink, drink the slushy, and then yeah. piss in the bag. Put the cap back on and toss yeah. it at the big tall lanky goalkeeper. Genius. <laughs> yeah.
0: well, quite- charms, charms. They do have warnings. You just don't. You don't speak Spanish. So <laughs> the next time you see balsas de orina de no throwing you know that balsas de orina means no bags of urine did you just google translate that i did i didn't yeah, know are... <laughs> jimmy uh, i think jimmy said i smelled better after that but anyway <laughs> well yeah. jimmy that's craig shocking was are you in the same boat that was like your same shocking or just amazed by in in a match
3: yeah, when you go down there, it's it's wild. The dogs around the pitch and them throwing bags of piss all over the place and it's mental. It's crazy.
4: The hotels are pretty crazy too because you you pretty much know that there's going to be parties outside and and uh, the police will come in with their sirens on, join in the fun.
3: I, I remember I remember one time I think we were in uh, El Salvador or Honduras or Guatemala, one of them, and we're sitting there we're we were in this hotel, and there was a river that kind of ran through the city. And you look, and in the trees were these big black birds. And I remember dinner came out, and I'm eating dinner, and I said to the the cook, "I was like, wow, this is really, really nice." So, what is this, man? He goes, "Vulture," <laughs> and he walked away.
1: <laughs> Vulture. I,
3: I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> the yeah. on, on the be
1: okay yeah jesus yeah but i mean be honest though i mean obviously these these are the, the best memories like the best stories you guys say often come from these areas right were they was it a complete nightmare or was it at the end of it when you get home in your own beds you look back on the previous two or three days was it like whoa what an experience that was or was it feel like that was shit never again
4: for me no i, was, well, I mean a yeah. little bit of both but we've i mean we have seen some just i mean crazy stuff that like, you talk about home crowds and i think i've mentioned this before but Playing Jamaica in uh, Vancouver, Swangard, hoping to get a pro Canadian crowd, but it was pretty much fifty percent or more Jamaicans. And the CSA brought in a to entertain the crowd. They brought in a, a steel band and a a limbo dancing band, and the, all these Jamaicans were on the track doing limbo, and like steel music was going, and reggae was pounding off the speakers. Like Jamaica, man, they we couldn't have made them feel more at home and <laughs> It's just yeah. not. Hey,
3: yeah. I, I remember that as well. And then we and then we came out and I was like, what the hell's going on here? And they were like, Isn't it great? Isn't it yeah. great? It's such a great atmosphere. I'm like, we're <laughs> fucking at home. I feel like I'm down in Trinidad. Yeah. <laughs> the referee were giving them fucking free kicks. Yeah. <laughs> but like, and a lot of people don't realize too, when you when you go down to those, you know, the Central American countries, they only have like six to eight hours of electricity a day as well. So a lot of the times in the hotels, we, we were sitting there with candles. We all had candles to walk around the rooms. And, and then at nighttime, all you could hear is tss, 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 on your walls. We're like, what the hell is that? And you, it's not like you can turn your lights on. So you got to find your lighter, light your candle. And you just see these little lizards, little geckos, all running around your hotel room. It's terrible. <laughs>
0: they, didn't, they didn't have electricity. No, the it's like, only a like, certain like, amount of time of the
2: yeah, day. Oh.
1: And then it just wow. goes black. Sharms, do you want me to ask number two, or are you going for it? Oh, I actually have one here from, from Dunlop, actually. Oh, okay, good. He uh, will, will get be some love. He's not here today. But um, how, how many times did you fly first class with the national team? I
3: thought it was going to be about Ronaldo. You didn't mention Ronaldo? <laughs> how many times did we play against Ronaldo? No,
0: yeah. No, no, it would be more like if I and Ronaldo were in the same room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you massage first? That's right. <laughs> Whose hair would look nicer?
4: Yeah. <laughs> he was gutted wasn't he, when all the portuguese guys were trying to pick up his uh his girlfriend his at the time i think oh, he was
1: torn face. i think it's just torn i think he was torn yeah. is the ultimate yeah. like, like i don't know what how i how i should feel here yeah yeah on one hand i'm really proud and wow I've got a hot speaking girlfriend. of dna yeah. you know i'm surprised she... you didn't swap a jersey <laughs> 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 okay give me a jersey She's, <laughs> she is an, an ex-girlfriend of his right so looking back he probably does regret the fact that he didn't say just can I just hang out?
3: Yeah. <laughs> you know. got nothing
1: absolutely zero for it.
3: <laughs> <You're fucking laughs>
1: so yeah, did you ever fly first class with the, the national team?
4: Yes. Yes, we did. Yep. Right at the very end. Right at the very end for my my career. Um we went to the Confederations Cup first class. From that was where FIFA to bear.
3: Played for it, right? That was our no, that was our negotiations too, wasn't it?
4: No, yes. that was all paid for by FIFA. That was already gonna be that was that wasn't anything to do with the CSA, it was already already paid, that's why.
3: Uh, we, had it in, we had it in qualifying too.
0: Yeah, I think we did have it in qualifying, yeah. Yeah, we did.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, so you flew from where to where? You said Japan, but were you, everyone Toronto-based or did everyone meet in Toronto? Because flying from other places or how did it we work? We went to Vancouver
4: and had the best time of our life for a couple of weeks, about 10 days or so before we went to Japan.
1: Oh, do tell, Craig. Why, man? <laughs> Jesus, why? Christ. If, you could, if the listeners could see the two look of you a, right now, Cheshire well, sure, the so look, look, they're place. giving each other right now. My yeah. God, that stupid yeah.
3: grin. Look at them.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> There's a place called Brandy's.
3: It
4: was kind of <laughs> popular, you know. We hung out there a little it's bit. It's a dance club,
1: right? You guys?
4: Yeah, do had a that, ride. Right.
1: Professional yeah. dancers, in fact. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
4: that's right. That's right.
1: So when you guys flew from your clubs in England to Canada for a camp or, or whatever, <laughs> the CSA paid for that too, presumably, right? Obviously. Mm-hmm. Was that ever first class or was that coach as well at that point? No,
4: no. Up until just the very end, it was always coach. Even when we, we had to fly all the way to Australia for that World Cup qualifier, we were always like Cargo. Up chicken, my knees were up around my chin and had a sleeping pill. Did seven, what is it? 10 straight hours of the sleep. I don't know what the doc gave me. Fucking hell. <laughs> it was great
3: though. I was crippled, but. Hey, tell them about the story when you took the sleeping pill and the flight got canceled.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> God, no. right. Good night. I was like, good night. That's it. They could getting on the plane. Time to take the sleeping pill. Fucking, fucking three hours later, I'm in a coma. Get woke up. It's like, I'm like, holy fuck. This is. <laughs> you know what these sleeping pills are just dynamite no 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 we we haven't left yet (laughs) what do you fucking mean no they want (laughs) we're getting off the plane the plane's fucked i was like i I was like so dummied they literally had to fucking what a wheelchair me off coming down my mouth
1: (laughs) you were on the plane for three hours and had no idea in a coma like unbelievable <laughs> and then when I got woke well, up like that oh this is unbelievable we're
4: here we're here already you... no 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 we're not here we haven't left yet <laughs> alright so
1: in those situations right when the boys are together right and something's going on you're bored at your skull Craig's not asleep but who was who was the best like clown in in your squads that would kind of keep things light was the one person you'd look to mm, there's a few really
4: you had to keep an eye on a few okay bergie, yeah Jimmy Pesci would fuck around a bit.
3: Yeah. Who else? Waddy. Waddy was good. Waddy, yeah. Oh, Mark Watson, yeah. Man, was he funny. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And which Dillon, guys would
3: take Dillon it badly? Was very dry.
0: Paul Dolan was very dry, but funny. Good which guy. Which guys too. would take it badly, Craig? Like, if you, if, you, if you played with them too much, they got really upset. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was actually thinking Carlo Corazine. Who you think of, Jimmy?
3: Yeah, Carlo as well.
1: (laughs) 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 I suspect there's more to this than uh, perhaps they're letting on. Why? Why was Carlo that way? Just uh, short-tempered, little firebox. Carlo is like
4: this good-looking Italian guy, the fisherman. The we call him the fisherman because he, I mean, yeah, he was. With a girlfriend forever and ever, and still with her actually. So we call him catch and release because he would never do anything with them. Just rule them in for you boys. No, I no, wouldn't. Really? No, no, no. Fuck that. He would. He would just basically chat to them all night, and uh, yeah, and then like, yeah, I'm married. I'm not like I'm going home. Like, and everybody was, else is like, like Carlo. Like, was he a male cock
1: tease? Yes. Yeah. Cock blocker. Cock blocker. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Carlo Carlos in the cup, tease cock Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he he was he was a
3: good looking man. That's for sure.
1: Yeah,
4: yeah. We used well, to no. yeah. Any of the single guys would be like, yeah, oh, hi, this is you know so and so, so and so. This is Carlo. He's gay.
3: <laughs> yeah, he's not interested in you. No, don't even, ch- don't even look at him. Yeah,
4: trying that's to great. get him off the heat, off the
3: beat.
0: All right, well, what's next? Uh, really good question from the real, at the real ZG or ZG. I'm not, I'm not sure that he's got a few really good ones, but this is the one that I think is going to be funny. What did the rookies have to do on their first trip with the squad? How did you guys, how did you guys
3: bring
1: the rookies in? Was the hazing? Is what he's well,
3: I'll, t- yeah. I'll tell you my first trip. My first yeah. match was, uh, against Northern Ireland and, I remember I was, and, and it said, you have to get dressed up, wear a suit, look the part. I show up to the airport, and I've got dress pants on, colored shirt, tie, everything, like looking immaculate, and a nice pair of shoes on. And I get there, and Forrest and Pashi, all these guys are in T-shirts, pair of jeans. <laughs> <laughs> And they're looking at me because it's my first game. They're like, "Who's this fucking idiot?" <laughs> <laughs> All dressed up <laughs> for a 17-hour trip.
0: Oh my god! Not
3: that
1: one. No, no,
3: that was from England over. But that
1: was the shortest flight ever. Yeah. Were you hazed, Craig, in your, your first camp? Do you no, remember? It's a long time no, ago. No,
4: yeah, it was a long time ago. Not necessarily hazed, but they would. They would constantly take the piss out of me. Always, Ian, Ian Bridge, big blonde bugger, man. He was, he was always doing shit, putting stickers on my back in these restaurants with "I'm tall" on the back, I and mean, every, everybody's laughing. I'm like, "What the fuck? is everybody laughing?" And the guys
1: are just killing themselves. Like just the stupidest humor ever. Hey, explain tall. to me this. You know, like Jimmy said before how often you know, new guy comes to, to to a camp, you know, an out player, right, and and the veterans play him hard, right, take him out see how, what he's made of. For a goalkeeper, is that different? Like, how do they play you? Do they play you especially hard? How do you play a goalkeeper especially hard, a young guy, to see how he works in in with the squad? A bit different, right? No, not really. No. Huh?
4: No. It's all the same. when I mean, you Once you're with a group of players, yeah. Nothing special for goalkeepers. In fact, well, it's just like from Jimmy's point of view, I mean, look at some of the big boys he played with, like Dave Bez, and you don't want to be fucking with him. You might you might backfire, <laughs>
3: yeah. right? Yeah. Best best wouldn't mess around that boy. He was funny, had great banter, but when his head went, fucking watch
1: out! Oh, Honey Monster, he'd big be a great guy. guest to the podcast. Be fantastic, yeah. wouldn't he? Right? Crazy yeah. Gang, same a big norm. He was like that, Mark Crosley.
4: Yeah, that Crazy Gang story really. I mean, if nobody's sort of aware of it, and the Wimbledon story and this team that, well, Besson came through all the divisions. He was Mm -hmm. with Wimbledon and came up through the fourth, third, second, first division, then the Premier when it was the Premier. And they would just terrify every team they played against. It was the worst football you could
1: possibly imagine. But physically, Besson kind of cut that unique look, tall, tall, big guy with that huge mop of hair, right? He looked a little bit crazy.
3: Yeah. He he yeah. was, I'm telling you now, he's one of the he's one of the funniest guys you'll ever meet, man. He was yeah. awesome. What a guy. I Where's remember he from we're, in England? I, I remember we're, I remember we were in a bar one time. I don't know. No, it's South, no? Is he South? Yeah. And we were uh, we were in this bar, was out, out with all the players, we're all having a few drinks and all of a sudden this fight breaks out. And I'm sitting there having a drink. I'm like, oh look at this. This is a beauty. This is a good one. And we used to go out on a Tuesday night, which was like university night, right? So it was all, like, young people, like 19, 20, 21. The big buzz was, like, at his 30s. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, man, this is a good fight. Look what, look at this. Whoa. And I'm like, holy shit, it's best! <laughs> <laughs> it's this fucking 22-year-old. <laughs> Rolling around on the ground trying to kill this guy. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I wouldn't want to fight him. No, no my... God, we Not had to kidding. pull him
3: off. I'm like, Bess, you're going to kill this kid.
4: Yeah. First one for you. To save so, a penalty in the FA Cup final. Was he? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Against
4: Liverpool. Liverpool but you probably forgot that. It was, of was
1: it, it, was, was it Russia or Aldridge? Aldridge, I believe. It was Aldridge, wasn't it? I believe it was. I, I, I kind of put it out in my memory. But yeah, I do remember that. Sadly. Yeah. Um, Here's one for you Who was the, the best head coach you played for under in Canada? For Canada? For Canada. Mhm who's the one that stood. is the one that stands out say I love playing for him Craig's mm-hmm. still waiting
2: <laughs> <laughs> Well
4: I mean different for sure you know Um Holger Osiak was was a different sort of coach but he also gave us a little bit of a backbone and was sort of fought against the authorities when we needed it wouldn't take any shit Um but overall, I, I mean, I would never say I was with you know, Tony Waiters as well. I mean, very structured coach, very different than the modern-day coach. Absolutely. But played, you know, for them to qualify for 86, for instance, the football that they played was very much percentage football. they you know, throw-ins down the line, you know, don't throw it inward, you know, just like very, very regimented, and but effective because of the players he thought that he had Available and it worked worked really well for him. So um, there was him, uh, obviously Bobby Leonard Sort of different with Bobby because he was sort of a player still, you know. And it was and it was interesting because he would take a lot of information on from the players as well and talk about tactics and different players, where do you think you're best? Where do you think, you know, so he was very open minded uh, with us. So yeah, he was, he was also good too. So I would never Mm -hmm. blame any of our, our
0: results or not getting anywhere because of coaching decisions. So that Mm -hmm. was, that was, you talked about the best, the question was about being the best, but you just named three guys. You didn't say who's the best. Who'd you like playing for the most? Oh well
4: like playing for me. Hoger was a Hoger was tough, man. He was a tough guy to play for. He it was sometimes not enjoyable. Like like he was a, he was a right dick sometimes as far <laughs> as letting you go out of the hotel for a walk. Like you know, it was just it was brutal at times. But he softened a little bit and sort of understood the guys and you know, and he was he was a different cat,
3: but it he kept everybody on their toes, didn't he? Jimmy? Yeah, yeah, no, he did. I mean, for me, I, I really liked Holger. Um and st- and stacks, you know what i was like too when i was younger and you know he really kind of understood my personality and what i was like and he was very german and very regimented and i was complete opposite and
0: no really yeah, things have changed and- a lot <laughs> yeah oh it God. was complete opposite you knew me when yeah. i was younger when yeah, I, was I was reckless different. and wild <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so ah, it right.
4: so, so was birchie and he didn't he didn't get on with birchie That's at true. all no, yeah Bushy but hey, you
3: know but 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 holger he kind of took me under his arm and you know we, we had this we had this good relationship and uh you know that's that's where i got the nickname the move remember you saw say jimmy will you get the ball you got to do the move what's <laughs> so, the move uh, i was a drop the shoulder and go down the line but he kept right. saying it all the time so everybody started calling me the move <laughs> and nobody knew
1: why so did he just have one move
3: yeah, they had one move and he went, do the move. <laughs> Didn't the opponents figure it out? <laughs> Thought it was yes. gonna be something
1: no. sexual. Yeah, they figured no. it out
3: like Then everybody just take started taking a piss, just called number the number eleven's
1: dropped his left this left yeah. shoulder again. <laughs> what a move. Do yeah. the move,
3: do the move. That was the name, <laughs> nickname. The who was move. your last
1: hey Jimmy, who was your last coach with Canada? Who was the guy that dropped you for the final time? wasn't uh, was Hardy, was
3: it? I think it was Hardy. So, look, for, for me, look, I, I, I really enjoyed Holger. I liked him um, because I think, you know, exactly what, what Craig was saying. He brought something completely different than what we were used to coming through the Canadian system. And Craig always he played him in the national team before me and the coaches that were there before. And, um, and I really liked it. And then underneath him, because, I mean, playing under him, we, we actually won championships with this guy. Mm-hmm. So he's done something right for us to win. And regardless what we thought at times, you know, the way his tactics were and his philosophy and what he tried to implement, and sometimes it was questionable. We're going, are we we doing the right thing here? Like, what's what's going on? And we'd end up winning, right? And I think we went on what 15 games undefeated, and then we won the gold cup and finished third in the next one. So we, Mm -hmm. (laughs) regardless of what people say, like we, we had success under the man. I um, remember then, then
4: we uh, were going up for the Gold Cup final, and and him and Les Wilson were actually arguing quite heavily before, like literally as we were walking out the door for the final.
3: Yeah,
4: that's right. Because Holger disrespected Les, and Les was not happy. I believe he called him a Nazi. I can't remember. But I think Jesus. he did.
3: Wow. wow.
4: Yeah. That'll not taking it. this shit yeah. You fucking nazi and we're like uh boys we're, we're playing a final here yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's some ah, kind of weird yeah. motivational tool you yeah. know but, oh. but, but going back to the back to the question uh, frank yallop was awesome you know he was just a, he was a player's manager Um uh, mm-hmm. he was he was great you could sit there banter with him but he's you know football wise and tactically he was very very good you know mm-hmm. got it he understood it he understood the players and I really enjoyed playing with him. And then, uh, same with Hardy as well. Hardy was so, so chilled and relaxed, but had a very good football mind. And
4: he uh, did actually, you know, I, and that's yeah. the thing. He gets a bit of a hard rap because of how it ended there in Honduras and yeah. all that a few, you know, a few years back. And quite honestly, you know, I look at Hardy and just, yeah, he's, he's a good coach. And it was just unfair and the timing and everything else. And he really, I, I, yeah, I wish that a guy like him would have had this team to see you know what he could have done because it would have been it would have been an awful lot different but
3: yeah I agree yeah. I right. think he's I think he's brilliant very yeah. very good you know even when you sit down with him and just talk football you're just like wow okay he yeah. gets it he's, and then he's a, boy, then he's a good I, man too Then then I had a situation with Dale Mitchell um and we were qualifying playing in Mexico and I I, I mean look it was my real last chance of trying to get to the world cup. And I remember at halftime, we made changes in the match and we ended up losing the game. And I thought we would have won it just because we, we went in nil nil. I think it was a halftime and we felt like, Oh, we've, we've got Mexico here. And, you know, there was a lot going on in the dress room and, uh, you know, a few changes ended up happening and we ended up losing the match. And, and that's when I came out and I went, look, I'm retired. I'm done. I'm not playing with this national team. I can't play under this manager anymore. And, and and as as you kind of evolve as a as a as a young man, and I remember I uh, I knew I made a mistake in what I said, and I actually saw Dale probably maybe about six years later, and I grabbed him. I said, "Look, I said I want to apologize for the way I handled myself. I was totally out of order. I should never have said what I said. I should never have threw you under the bus." And um, you know, I said I, I've learned from these these mistakes, and I just want to tell you face to face. You know, I, I apologize for what I said. That's what it's about, Jimmy. That's yep. what it's about, facing up now to your mistakes. Now you have to. If you can't hold your hand up, then so did did he tell you, you know. to fuck off? Yeah, he said you were shit anyways. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I get out of my room. No, no, he he was good. He, you know he. Uh, what, what, shared, what were your words exactly? What were your words? No, it was pretty much that oh okay I was trying to be a gentleman about the situation because yeah. I knew I made a mistake it was on me and, yeah. and if, I, one. It, if yeah. I make a mistake I gotta own it and I'm, I'm the yeah. first one to put my hand up and say yeah, oh, you know Mitchell, what? I'm yeah that, that, very, that yeah. coral t-shirt so, you're
1: wearing mistake It's yeah. <laughs> <He's> more <feminine>, salmon <laughs> than coral <laughs>
3: hey listen I'll tell you this I've got an awful lot of compliments from people today
1: stand up I can't see the whole thing is no. it Jen's?
4: Well,
3: there's yeah. it. did you get
4: that in the divorce
3: <laughs> yeah. I, I might have i it's, found it i found it in my closet i didn't even know where i got it from it's, it's awfully it,
1: it's awfully tight it's his exes you take the house i'll take the t-shirt done yeah, you did take everything take?
3: Else? can i have that coral t-shirt J-
1: jimmy you're gonna you're gonna like this and
0: i bet you have a good answer for it who's the best chirper you played with or against
3: that played with birchie was very good i used to have a laugh playing with birchie because we yeah. both be chirping the whole game. what
0: you just talking the whole game to the oh, to the yeah. other
3: team. Yeah, yeah. even
0: constantly. if they're even if they can't understand you. Oh yeah, constantly. You're playing against El Salvador or Honduras, and they're Spanish-speaking
3: guys, and you're just yapping the whole time. Yeah, like I, I would I would talk for. What fun do you say? Just, Is it like you're talking? No, to if, I, if I did if yeah. I did a move and I and I shot at the goal, i would run by the defender. I'd be like the move. That? I'd be like, what about that move? Did you see that? What a shot that was. <laughs> Like they they used to hate it. Even when I was playing throughout my career, I was always talking. But I tell you, another guy that was funny was uh, Michael Brown from Sheffield uh, Sheffield United, who played for Tottenham as well. He would he could chirp all game long. Oh man, he was good. I used to love having a laugh with him and a good crack. Yeah, he was good.
0: Craig, who's who is the chirpiest, uh-huh. or someone that you remembered that uh, brought was- that out?
4: The West Ham team is probably the chirpiest. I don't think there was a player that wasn't good at it. But the best, Neil Ruddick, Razor Ruddick. and why he's on a radio show, I guess. Don Hutchison, he's also doing radio. Steve Lam- Lomas, Northern Ireland, lad, he, would, he was great at it. Trevor Sinclair, brilliant. John Moncur, legendary. what's <laughs> team well, that was? Decanio crazy.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And what are they saying? Like, what are you saying the whole time? Are you just saying, watch me beat you? You're not going to do this? It all depends. It just all depends on how I had, the situation I had, comes up. I had sexual relations with your mother last night.
4: Uh, Not really. No, I mean, no not that. Nobody it's bites like on you. that. And anybody that does is an idiot.
1: Mm,
4: yeah. Uh, come on. Give me a You ability. haven't
1: seen my mother. Right. What yeah, about my exactly. sister?
4: Like that's, is- a, that's a <laughs> Zidane. You never actually <laughs> hear that because like nobody would react to it there.
3: You don't react to it. The more the more you're more or less telling people oh you're having a stinker of they kick the ball out of bounds like fucking you're still on the pitch, you stink.
1: Yeah. Well Zidane, Zidane Constantly reacted happened. to Madarazzi and wasn't his Manarazzi made reference to Zidane's sister being a pro. I think that's yeah. what it was, wasn't it, or something? It's like In the World Cup final and Yeah. You don't know my sister ever since. <laughs> I know exactly. You, you never right. met her, unless, not her unless type.
0: he did know his sister.
4: <laughs> I think uh, Radek when when he had Vieira actually so wound up that he spat in his face. Um, I think when they were close up arguing because he's French, he started going on like about his
1: garlic breath. <laughs> <laughs> Was that the one when he when he spat in his face and he yeah had, yeah and oh, he's God. like yeah garlic. Because and,
4: and oh, licks it off his fingers oh, fuck. Uh, 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 that is uh, the most disgusting so story good. i mean there's things i just i honestly I, like when i think back i was like i don't know if i should tell them like it's just it's, it's literally like some of these guys should be
1: put in a fucking mental institution. <laughs> 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 no kidding oh jesus yeah. all right did you guys ever wear your, your canadian national team gear when you when in England going out you know around your clubs in England what? You, you, you're, <laughs> you're crazy up. your Canadian tracky went up in England well yeah you for can't what? wear your West Ham kit around you know East London the hell maybe would I you can throw in your Canada Canadian kit, kit? not your kit but your trackie. you know a hoodie maybe we would get the piss taken out of us ah you would would you that was I was trying to get to that
4: yeah As a they, Canadian, people would the, people would definitely over there you know what they're like they'd be like first of all like what like? Who are you? Like, are you from Canada? What are you? Some kind of ball hockey team? <laughs> <laughs> no, and then, then it'd be like, five, then they'd hammer you like
1: football. World, you guys are crap. Yeah, yeah. Did you get many like much good gear from Canada? No,
3: no, <laughs> no. All right,
1: no, it's
3: no. Not gear that you'd wear out.
4: Some of it was so bad, my dad wouldn't take
3: it. <laughs> yeah. We we I remember we had uh we were sponsored by this company called Score, right? actually I remember that? That this gear.
1: Score. Yeah, this
3: That's gear right. was so thick and so heavy that we we went into Central America as soon as you put it on, you were sweating like there was n- like a lunatic. The shorts like full were under polyester. Oh, full oh, polyester. Yeah. Oh, it's all heavy, around today
4: still thick. in pieces in the ocean somewhere.
3: It was brutal, brutal gear. And then they came out with the other, remember the, the other one, the shirt, it was so shiny. And I mean, if you went by a flame, you were done. Yeah. That thing was going <laughs> up. Like there's Alan no Arrington,
4: he, he, left a, he left a couple uh, shirts down by homeless guys down on the street and then went back. he went by there the next day. They're still there.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: it, it was that bad. It was fucking bad. Did they have forests on the back?
1: <laughs> 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 oh, did you guys get any ever get any input on the shirts or the kit or anything? Nothing. Just, nothing at all, eh? Nothing, no, man. Never. Never, ever, ever. Yeah. Look when
3: you're doing a five thousand dollar deal.
1: You yeah, well, take whatever
3: man. you can
4: yeah. get. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I mean, really, when you think about it, like you kind of get when you see goalkeepers. Well, some of them have. I mean, when you look at Orgate Campos back in the day, right? He he had those he liked those wild uh crazy jerseys and everything. Campos. Mm-hmm. So they would design those for him. Um, but usually you just take whatever the manufacturer was putting out that year.
1: Yeah, so you didn't have like your preferred color as a goalkeeper, right? No, no, no. You're just giving them Yeah, yeah. Why was so- it, like green for a goalkeeper? Yeah, just traditional. Great. Yeah, green number one. Keep it simple. Yeah. Didn't what you bring the-
0: that green one out to the pub when we went to? uh Yeah, there's a
4: green green West Ham one.
0: Yeah. 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 Did they, they? Are they going to hang it on the wall? No, but they were all taking pictures with Craig and, oh, the, and the jersey. A guy put the jersey. A couple guys put the jersey
4: yeah. on. Yeah. One, one big fit was-
0: was- him quite yeah. well.
4: He he wasn't sure he'd get it on. It was a little skin. Tight, but it tight was, on him. Yeah. Not bad. It was B was B like photo every picture? I he had a lineup for autographs. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Full yeah.
4: lineup. And when, he post, he, he, when he posts the pictures, he's the only guy in the picture that's filtered. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a twinkle in his eye. That's amazing. Yeah. Hey Jimmy, here's a no here's a question. Skin. Here's a question just going back. So our, our boy Dave Starkey. He wants to know from your point of view what is grassroots football? Because he thinks it's gra- grassroots is kind of house league and bag of balls. And when does it become more than, you know, when does it become another level?
3: Uh, you As soon as you hit U8, then you start going in competitive. Uh, competitive. So from four, five, six, seven, that's, that's your real grassroots. And then once you get into eight, you go competitive.
0: But would house league in at eight years old still be grassroots like yeah it's of course grass yes.
3: yeah. yeah grass
4: grassroots that are never going to to actually grow does that make sense they always remain they always yeah. remain roots they don't grow in house league
0: right so it's right. just going out to play
3: yeah so just going out to
0: play good for yeah. them
3: like it, for them. that you know, four, five, six, that that's your your entry level. Entry level into the into the game. Right. And at that level, that's where you're looking to get kids to fall in love with the game. Right. And it's that play for life. Right. So when they're 30 and 40, they're still with their buddies playing and kicking around. But U8 is when you start getting into the competitive mode. So that's when they start getting separated, where the mm-hmm. kids that aren't competitive, they stay in the, the house league program. And then the other ones that start to excel, they start going into the competitive program at eight. Yeah.
0: Well, there's your question. Dave Starkey With all the support. Thank you very much. Or do you mean the answer? Dave's a legend. He
1: is. Yeah, the Dave is
4: a
3: legend.
1: We love the Stalkers. is
3: yeah, yeah, good. Years. I like him. He makes me laugh.
1: Yeah. I love seeing them all go back and forth with each other. They become friends. Yeah. Samsonite, Starks, Carrie. <laughs> Is yeah, we're gonna, we're, gonna we're gonna need a party. We're gonna need a party. Absolutely, we do. Yeah,
3: reunion.
0: Take it on the road. Take it on the road. He's in the prairies, isn't he, Starkey? No, Starkey's in Oshawa. He's in Oshawa. Yeah, yeah. He's from oh. the schwa Yeah. Oh, yeah. Doug is out in uh, the. I think he. Doug is out in the prairies somewhere. Where's Carrie? Carrie's She's Vancouver. Vancouver, yeah. right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are talking about some old bar I used to frequent or something, right? Yeah.
4: We should get her to go to the game tomorrow and give us a, give us a feel on how the fans are feeling about everything.
1: Oh God. Yeah, actually, that's a good idea. I bet she will be going actually. She's she's a fan. Here's yeah. one for you. Um, which former teammate should have had a better career than he did? National team. Maybe a, a real great talent. Didn't work out for him for whatever reason. Is there something that stands out? Yeah. Yeah. I would say well,
4: actually I'd put Dale Mitchell and John Catliffe in that category. Those are two players that were exceptionally talented players and strikers that were unfortunately just at the wrong time, wrong place, never got a really an opportunity sort of danced around but were excellent with a national team. I mean really really good. They didn't they didn't get the chance back then cuz they're they obviously a, ranked fairly highly so they didn't play punch bag teams, right? So all their goals that they did score um I think Dale got 19 or something. We were all, you know, against really decent opposition, but they were they were much better than you know, from what I saw over in England and very, there's no question that they would have, they could have had a career at uh, at a, a decent level in the UK and Europe for
1: sure. Yeah, Dale was the uh, record holder of goals until Dero surpassed him.
4: Yeah, yeah,
1: and Dero played I think a lot more games, and then at in,
4: in the end, for Dero too, um, they they were in the in the sort of the area where they were playing that opening round of qualifying to you know, so Saint Kitts and these types of teams
1: came, in for him to. Mm-hmm. had the stats a little bit right yeah well some would say that john david's scored a lot of goals and carl aaron against some some pretty poor teams as well now listen they're, they're good enough they're going to smash records regardless i think yeah but uh yeah. they also beat up with some pretty bad teams as well and it's not yeah, their fault. He, of course. no it's not
4: their fault of course no but if you took out the teams in the to- outside of the top 100 um should do that sometimes see see what his goal tally is for yeah. teams that was inside the top
3: 175 yeah but it's also also like in in europe the exact same thing when they're playing San marino and you're playing all these other teams yeah you know that's that's your your time where you're going to nail a few goals aren't you Mm -hmm. but you said for jonathan
4: david to go quiet like for the second half of the season when there were so many clubs sniffing around and they still are but you know that's one of those real scratch your head kind of ones like, do you, do you not? Is he worth what they want? Like, you know, is he going to be consistent enough? All these questions come into play, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Carl yeah. Aaron was linked with the forest today. That's right. Yeah. I read
1: yeah. that. Interesting.
0: Jimmy, you didn't, uh, any players you played with?
3: Uh, I don't know. There was, there was a couple. I, I think one was, uh, I thought Dave Zauser, Dave Zaza when he was growing up, he was at Sporting Lisbon when he was young. Mm-hmm. Very, very talented guy. Um, I remember watching him sometimes in training. I was like, "Jesus, house. like, you, guy could play." And then he was just hot and cold and on and off. And then he went to Scotland, and I think that that hurt him big time. Once you go to Scotland,
4: I don't think that football hell like it wasn't his game. It's not his game. He was at actually all. pretty technical. He had a nice yeah. touch. Some vision.
3: Very. T- Got a great shot, eye for yeah. goal, but yeah. then when you go to Scotland, the brand of football doesn't suit those technical players, especially back then.
1: Mm-hmm. And
3: don't get me a look at Celtic and Rangers and the big clubs. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. different football. But you know those other teams, it was a little bit more direct and you know more aggressive. And I don't think it suited him. Yeah, that, that was a, yeah, I think that was a mistake for Zalz going to going to Scotland. But I think if he stayed in, on mm-hmm. the continent and stayed in Portugal or Spain or something like that, I think it would have been a, a lot different for Zalza. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Let's try and uh, squeeze uh, maybe two more in here. Sure. Do you got one? Or do you no, want you, go to ahead.
0: Go? you go ahead. Uh, uh, who has – this is a good one. This is Philip Zed again, the real ZEG. Who has the best pitches in CONCACAF? Who has the worst? Mm.
3: Well, I remember we played a, a qualifying game against Trinidad, and we actually played on a cricket pitch. <laughs> and did, then it the... did it? You should have seen <laughs> it. It must have been a foot and a half up. <laughs> so if you're dribbling was, through the midfield, you're going over this mound and back I mean, down the other side. The wicket, you blow the a wicket. knee out.
1: The, the, the yeah. rolled wicket was in the middle yeah. of the pitch.
3: Yeah, and I, I remember, remember playing them as well, right? This is a funny story. So it was a qualifying game, and I remember we came in at halftime, and what they did was they put these biggest the biggest speakers you've ever seen in your life. They must have been two of them, about 10 feet tall. And they put them right against our dressing room window Okay, we had these little small window planes that were up top. And they cranked this music so loud, <laughs> we couldn't even hear the team talk. Couldn't even speak to each other. The room was shaking. It was rocking. They were Yeah. And then I remember we, we went out second half as well. I received this ball and Richie Hastings, he's overlapping me. I'm, I'm dropping in. I received this ball and I turn and I'm like, oh, I'm going to clip it just over this. Over the right back's head, and Richie's in. I clipped this ball, and I'm a kind of I'm I'm admiring it because I'm going, yes, this is a beauty. Chocolate. And I'm and I'm almost looking at the right back going, I dare you to jump for this one because you're not getting this because <laughs> it's just going to be about two inches over your head. I'm like, come on, have a little jump. Yeah. Well, I didn't realize the center back, right? The big guy, what was his name? Was it Lawrence? that played uh, he played in Scotland, and he was a monster, monster. about six foot three, six foot four. And I could just see him out of the corner of my eye starting to run across. And Richie's got his eye on this ball. I'm looking at that right back laughing going, you got no chance. This ball, just as it's about to come down, Richie's about to test it. This guy goes through Richie Hastings like there's no tomorrow. Richie is out for the count. Out for the count, like Picasso on the canvas. He's down there, (laughs) feet up. Legs out out cold, getting stretchered off.
4: (laughs) So your beautiful ball turned into a hospital ball. It was the biggest
3: hospital ball you've ever seen in your life. (laughs) Did the car come out? Oh, I was like, Richie, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize that big man was coming across. He smoked him. It was like a rugby tackle. (laughs) Did he get a yellow? Nothing. Yeah, I think he got a yellow. All right. And I remember, I remember... I went over to him after, like, as it, as it happened, because I knew he tried to do Richie. And I was in his face, and I was like, you prick, you this and that. And I was going at him, you know, a big scuffle happening. And I was like, I'll see you in the dress room, I swear to God. I said, you and I, we're going at it. He's like, yeah, whatever. So, and we were going back and forth. <laughs> so <laughs> the game's over, right? Showered up, get in the bus, go to the, uh, go to the airport. I get on my flight. Guess who's sitting beside me? The big center back.
2: <laughs> I was like, all right, big
3: man, how you doing?
2: <laughs>
3: yeah. You want a cup of tea? Yeah. Hey, should, we, should we have a couple of beers here?
2: <laughs> that's great.
1: So that's the worst pitch. I remember you guys playing against Belize once in Kingston, I think it was. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. Terrible pitch. It was like the grass was long. It was bumpy. Patches <clears throat> of sand thrown in there. It was just horrendous. That was at Richardson
3: Stadium. We played Belize- Twice, and I think we beat them 4-0,
4: 4-0. Yeah, 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 that's right. But I would say the best pitch, I mean, Azteca was always a carpet. You know, they wanted it just absolutely Oh, it looked so
0: beautiful, though. My God.
4: Yeah. yeah, ripping us a new ass. And yeah. then uh, the worst for me, it didn't look bad, but it was El Salvador. If they, if they didn't fancy it, if they had a team that could play a little bit, they would cut it shorter. But this Bermuda grass. Remember Jimmy, it was set up. You would you you go right underneath it like a golf club. Like the ball was set up so
3: high, it was hard. The blades are really thick.
4: Yeah, and when you ping, when you try to pass one in with some pace into somebody, it's just like it just dies. It's you can't get any momentum. Yeah. But at the same time, remember the goal. Who was it to score the goal? And they were running in on the goalkeeper. Keeper came out in El Salvador. Was it David who then chipped the keeper? Yeah. And, and that was idea. like, I, I was saying, yep. chip the keeper before you even got close because that surface is, well, that's one thing it is good for. It getting underneath the ball in that situation yeah. it would be, he was yeah. spot on. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah it's funny how the, all the grass, wherever you play, is completely different. Yeah. and You got to adjust to it.
1: Okay. You
0: mm-hmm. can really ask uh, one more from me, Sandy Von Kaldenberg. You've worked with him, haven't you? Before? The Sandman.
1: Yeah. No, I played yeah. Snoop with the Sandman. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: So I like right the left. way he wrote this. I, I like the way he wrote it. Win or lose. When were you uh when were you happiest to see the team bus and get the hell out of a particular stadium? To
4: Honduras. Were they after you? Were they gonna it like was it was dangerous? Out? It was yeah. dangerous. Yeah. They held us in the in the uh stadium. The bus was backed in, so it's like got this big wall and fence there. The bus is inside the stadium. They held us back for <clears throat> hour and a half, two hours to try to let the fans leave because they were just thousands of them, and they just wanted out us. And they didn't have windows at the hotel in the uh, the uh, stadium uh, dressing room. But they had those breeze blocks, but you know, with just the gaps, you know, like so you could you could just hear the mob out there. And it was so high you couldn't get up there to see what was
0: going on. Was this normal behavior? Or did you guys do something during the game? Did you win the game? What was what well?
4: Was, what- we were two nailed up, in the referee game with two penalties. Uh, one really late.
1: Fuck, we were so pissed off. Like, And that was before, That's a stadium before um, San, P- San Pedro Sula? Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, which is even more ferocious than that one,
4: which is Oh, yeah, it's bigger by about 10,000 or so as well. Um, airport's a nightmare land. You check that out on YouTube, Landon and Tegucigalpa Airport. Yeah, like, disaster. You Go through two mountains, kind of come in and down. Yeah, you got to go in steep, and then there's actually a, a, a traffic light at the start of the runway because... <laughs> When a plane's coming in, he's going to be touching down. He needs to touch down right there at that road. Otherwise, yeah. they have to take off again. It was so short, the runway.
3: Yeah, there's Sheesh. only a few pilots that can fly it. Well, now certain, they, yeah, they don't even certain, fly in there. Yeah, there were certain certain pilots that were allowed to fly into that. Yeah. yeah. It was a disaster. Yeah. I mean, you're and, white-knuckled going in there.
4: Yeah, and Galp and the poverty in Honduras is like really – it's it's, ugh, it's tangible, yeah. man. It's really –
3: I remember being in oh. in, uh, in in Tegucigalpa, and we went out. I went out for a coffee, and we had to walk out with these army security guards. And we had two guys that were undercover, right? One was really young guy, and one was a little bit older, and they dressed dressed in plain plain gear. And they were acting like they weren't even with us. And I was sitting in this coffee shop. I think it was like with Jeff Clark and a couple of the other guys, and just having a coffee. And all of a sudden, the one guy that was undercover grabbed me by the shoulder. He said, get out now. I said, what? He goes, get out now, quick. And we get outside. He grabbed the army guy. The army guy came in behind us all. And we started walking back. I said, what the hell happened? He said, the the two guys that were sitting beside you, because I had earrings in, like these diamond earrings. Of course you did. The one guy. (laughs) Yeah, the one guy.
4: Did you have that salmon on as well, or he
1: had his coral T-shirt and <laughs> his and his man purse, Urban Honduras somewhere in oh, my God, diamond the tightest earring.
0: pants ever,
4: and his Louis Vuitton toilet
3: bag, <laughs> tightest pants. <laughs> my my pants were so tight I could barely sit down. So when he said get up, I was like, hold on, give me a second. <laughs> so I said I said what what the hell happened there? He says the guy the two guys that were sitting behind you, the one guy said to the other. He says, "I'm going to chop that guy's ears off. I want his, I want his earrings." And so the, the 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 guy that was with us that was undercover, he heard him say that, and he grabbed me right away and said, "Get out!"
1: Wow, do you think there'd be an easier way to get the earrings than chopping ears off? No, he wanted to just chop them right off. Get him, so, get him! Quickly.
3: Thank God, I still got my ears.
1: No kidding.
0: Where
3: yeah. would
4: you put your earrings? You would actually look probably better <laughs> off without ears.
0: Do you have earrings still?
4: Look at they, he did they did chop him off didn't they <laughs>
1: <laughs> Where
3: the hell are your ears
1: yeah, Where the fuck are, I mean, are they
3: Look That's the They're smallest the ears, ears ever wow. those ears. Oh because they suit my face you plums What do you want them out like Gareth Bale
4: Well he took it just because he you took your spot at Southampton no. don't be bitter No kidding no, eh no, Just because his
0: he... legacy is better than yours
4: And he had him pinned back so he's all he's he's got it now like he's got it made he's, he's got lots oh, of money Yeah you know,
3: he can not hear as he much now though
1: Oh, definitely not. Yeah. Hmm. Craig, you your, your ear pierced, didn't you? At some point, Craig, didn't you? Once, what? once upon a time, didn't you? I thought you said you had once upon a time had your ear pierced. No. No, never. Wanga must never. Have.
4: No way. Not a chance. No. No, I'm, no I've, tattoos. I've
0: been... I'm the only one in my family that's not tattooed out of my brothers, and everyone's always surprised that I don't have a tattoo. And I go, mm. I, I'm, I'm too cheap. Can't be bothered same with ear piercing going to get an ear pierce and buy yeah. an earring just I'm I got
3: I, I got mine when I was young I was 15 I was with actually with the national team we were going to the under 17 world cup we were training in Miami and we we're all like let's get our ears pierced so yeah. I was like all right my my family very traditional as well right they're not into all that earrings and piercing so I broke no, away from my bro- I I I broke my, I broke the way from my, from my brothers and you, I mean you like wearing women's clothing too right it's coral, man. Everybody wears – who doesn't wear coral? Oh, I wasn't coral talking about that. Sneakers. Then what? Just in general. <laughs> and So we, we ended up getting our – the whole team pretty much. And I remember I landed in Toronto, and I was so happy because we had a great training camp, had some good games. And my old man, he came over. He looks at me. He grabs him a bag. He just shakes his head. My brothers start laughing. My mother, in the middle of Pearson Airport, <laughs> packed walks over looks at my ears wallop the biggest (laughs) slap the biggest slap you've ever seen in your life right across my face didn't say a word to me my dad's just shaking his head he's like oh you fucking idiot and i had when you showed uh, him the tattoo i had i had these finger marks across my face right and all the players are laughing right because they're all (laughs) yeah. but it wasn't but a lot of the other guys like a few of the italian guys and the portuguese got like their parents were beating the shit out of them as well at the airport. Keep in mind <laughs> this is like in 92. Like it was it was total abuse by all the european families, right? And I remember getting home she never spoke to me for at least 5 6 days. Wouldn't even look at me. <laughs> and all she kept on saying, "I'm disgusted with you. Some badish. Look at the state yeah." <laughs> I'm like, "All right. Just what don't happened be stupid? when you got your tattoo?" Oh, when I got my tattoo, she was even more disgusted. You gave me. Were you slap. older? No, I was maybe another year or two. And then, <laughs> uh, I got. I took another slap. Yeah. Is
4: that the Celtic ring or whatever the Celtic something yeah. around? It? Yeah,
1: I
3: got a Celtic design. You all got those.
1: I Everyone mean, got one of those.
3: Yeah, got it. I took a beaten for that one as well.
1: They're so out of fashion.
3: We that, one, I, like that, the... that one, I, that one, I think she gave me a slap and then took the spatula and hit me with that as well.
1: Oh. We should go for a Footy Prime podcast bonding session and get tats. You have you have a full arm full of tats, don't you? It's not. It's a half arm. It's a half sleeve. It's not full. Was it a lot of work days. Yeah, that was a few hours. That was like I think three or four sessions. Would you do? Would you get more tattoos? Uh, I might. I don't know. I'm not. I don't know. I might. Was, at some it, point. was it all the same person that did it? Yeah. 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 Actually, what it was, it was originally um, a Celtic band. A Celtic band. Ah. Thinking in 1992. So, oh, like, right. 90, so or how much does it cost to get somebody good at it?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: he's been waiting for that one hasn't he eh? I was thinking about it I might, I might go for the full sleeve i'm just thinking fuck it fuck it do it do it right yeah i always thought when i was younger i was like thinking so what I would he get older, done? get saggy and all that well i'm already old so it can't get saggy anymore right
3: it's- i think he he would get the big electric green dildo down his arm <laughs> <laughs>
1: lax lax dildo. underneath it yeah, yeah, yeah. icf in your knuckles
4: yeah not quite the uh Same length of cord though.
1: So we'll do that. And uh, (laughs) we'll. we'll, we'll... Yeah. Okay. I see it now then. We'll we'll find a parlor and we will go for a footy prime uh, bonding. Bonding day and get tats. I'm sure punners would be right into that. i are not getting a a footy
4: prime one. It's like, that's like getting neon green misses on there. Like that's just that you're just asking for trouble. That's weird. We could right? all get divorced one day and I got footy prime fucking on
1: my arm. Yeah. You go to like a <laughs> the football Ramble or something. And, and you yeah. got footy prime on your arm. <laughs> uh, I'm to get your names on there. I'm going to put Walmart, hey, listen, Jamie. Carragher. Carragher's got an Everton Jamie... tattoo, right? Earl? Oh. Jamie right. Carragher. Right. Right. Grew up an Everton fan. And now he's a, you know, can't find him more of a, more of a red in that city. So, Hey. They are. It's just a little bit of a mark in your arm. That's all it is. No more. Did you that. get it taken off or he's left it? I think it's still there, isn't it? I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. He it took a lot it. more, more to get him off than biography. it does to put him on. More pain as well. Yeah, apparently it's unbelievable. <laughs> but it's, they do a good job nowadays, though. You can barely that's see like, it, but the pain that's is like the vis- That's
0: like the, vis- the vasectomy reversal. A lot harder getting it reversed. Is it harder? Yeah, I've done it four un- times. Un- Untie the lock. Yeah, I keep deciding that I go against it's cost me 25 grand.
3: <laughs> How much? Forrest. Get the get the get the knives out. <laughs> You're one of those weirdos we'll, we'll that a, like. We'll, we'll do flesh- your next one. <laughs>
0: I keep changing my mind. Congratulations.
3: Whether I I'll want do it for kids. free,
4: I'll make sure you when I'm finished, you won't be
1: having any kids. You're just gonna get a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Um, we'll call it a day, shall we? Uh we should do this again, eh? Hey, will I? Liked it. Good. I yeah. like it. I like it. I like when, the, when the, uh, the community writes our show for us. Mm-hmm. Me too. It's all about making the stars the stars of the show. and uh, Jimmy and Craig at the Any stars. Any other interesting ones
0: on there, Wonger, you want to throw at us? No. The only, the only one I uh, – we, we have to talk about it off air. What is it? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Go on. No, it, was it. About, it was more about – it was more – so back <laughs> when I played football university, we had a couple fights on field between players of teammates. And like full on like punches and all that kind of stuff. So I can remember two big ones. Did you guys ever any have any physical fights between players on your team? Oh yeah, and
4: several like yeah, too, many, too many to mention. Like all the time. The Who, most famous. The most famous one was the John Hartson boot to the face of Isle Berkovich that happened to be on camera. That I was, but not in. on the Canadian team. Uh yeah, the Canadian team. Any fights on the Canadian team?
3: No, there there was a lot of arguments and well, there was a big one too with with Staly. <laughs> when he gave the bird to what's his name? Who did he give the bird to? Divos? To D- Divos. And then we had they had the big, big argument. Remember we all had the big argument in the dress room? That was in Azteca. That was on yeah. the front front of the sun, remember?
4: Yeah. Lottie gave me the bird as well. We just like Lottie gave you the bird.
1: I just started laughing. (laughs) You just gave me the finger.
3: What the? I wouldn't want to fight
1: Stolly. Stoly might be a bit of a bit of a tough dude to uh, trade blows with, eh?
3: Oh yeah, yeah, he had a a temper too. Like he would get mad, but he's just fucking grumpy all the time, though. Yeah. (laughs) He's your assistant coach. He's uh, yeah. He's the best, best, best guy in the world, but the Pesci man grump Pesci Pesci grumpy man. Pashy
1: was
3: grumpy too. was grumpy. Marco Retta, grumpy. If those Pesci, guys, Marco is...
1: Retta was grumpy. He's oh, a guy. I can't, I can't picture Marco grumpy. 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 Really.
3: Him and Staly, man, it's most the soul sucking when they're together. <laughs> <It's so ridiculous>. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me wrong, hey, I tell them to their faces. I'm oh, like, yeah. you guys are just, oh, yeah, suck- yeah, yeah, You're yeah. just sucking the soul out of me here, guys.
1: World's <laughs> so, uh... ending.
0: So, Jimmy, we went golfing with Pesci, uh, Craig and I, Paul Pesciolino, and uh, who? who? Pesciolino. No?
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah? Yeah. That's right, correct? It's yeah. Pretty close. So yeah. On the jump. It's hard for me. I'm not a professional. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we were on the 12th to 13th, Craig, and he just lost it. It was like about his eighth drive that gone into the woods, and he just oh, yeah. smashes, like, all of a sudden, and we were getting along great. And I saw this part of him that made me like him more. This loss of temper. Yeah, it was. It was fantastic. And yeah. he just goes, "I'm not counting that." He yeah, because I'm not counting that. He waits till we're all done. And he yeah, hits again. you know
4: what, Pesci? Take a fucking albatross. That's what you should do. Take an albatross. That's <laughs> like. Uh, you don't count that one or the next three. Fuck
0: it. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Do whatever you want, buddy. But it was like I was like, oh, you know what? That's what I love about you. He's never changed. And his buddy Johnny grew up with, so he knew him from like as a kid, right? And it's like, yeah, never changed since he was like five years old. He's still fucking.
0: He had like, a temper tantrum on, a, on in the T box.
4: Yeah, it was. And we just laughing. He built. Yeah. He, I think he was building a basement. He took a such a fucking <laughs> swing at this thing, and there's a hole
0: behind the ball. he was like swinging his oh man
1: it was brilliant
0: so charms yes you're gonna have to learn how to play take a lesson they're not even just come out with us
1: yeah no no just reason i I won't do that is because the abuse you gave dunlop um for being you know below average and i'm worse than them but i'll hit the range and then we'll we'll book a time no brendan's just that means he's not coming by the way (laughs) he's just an easy target all right all right (laughs) we'll hook it up we'll hook it up for sure all right, boys. That was fun. We'll do it again for sure. But we're back on uh, Friday to set up, uh, well, who knows what? Hopefully Honduras. I guess they'll be off to Honduras by that point, right? We can reflect on the Curaçao match tomorrow night. Yeah. And, and what went down. The first time they're back in action since uh, since March. But thanks, boys. Lots of fun. Cheers for listening, everyone. Buy newspapers.